From bat flips to strikeouts, we're your place to talk all things baseball. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTIHD Milwaukee. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Poor. Besides a bird, something in a bird cage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia's famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining? Name something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Oh, are you smarter than Ben Brust? Uh, Over-under games, all sorts of things meant to embarrass you during uh, Scalzo and Brust. uh. Maybe are you smarter than Ben Brust, but over-under, Greg and I team up on that one. We're pretty good. Well, you get way too much time on that, so just so you know, you're not going to have 18 hours to be thinking about things because the 7-Eleven will ask you the question, and if you run the table, you run the table. If not, Callers will get the chance to chime in. Here it is. Very simple. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have now appeared in five consecutive postseasons. Who are the other seven teams who have appeared in the last three playoff appearance uh, playoffs? Who who are the other seven teams have been who have been in each of the last three NBA playoffs? Each of the last three. Yes. So NBA teams must playoffs. have three or more consecutive appearances in addition to the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. We can start. Do I just start yep, late naming them it. off? The Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are number two on the list with seven consecutive appearances. Well done, Ben. Um, geez. I don't know why this, is, this seems way harder than it needs to be. The Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers. Do, in fact, have three consecutive postseason appearances. They are on the list. Well done. The Los Angeles Lakers are incorrect. Yeah, uh, ben is eliminated. Boy, I, I, the Celtics and I, the Clippers. I'm done once they get one wrong? That's how it works. All right, well, uh, you know, usually your... there's a, a rule explanation before I well, can start with the game. Well, maybe you should listen to the show once. Uh, <laughs> it's only been on since I'm 2004. A, I'm a 10 to 11 guy. The, the, the show's been on since 2004, so uh, by now you should have figured it out. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800 990 37 76 besides the Milwaukee Bucks who've been in five consecutive postseasons who are the seven NBA teams who have been in each of the last three NBA postseasons three or more consecutive postseason appearances 800 990 ESPN it is 800 990 37 76 he is a troll he is a teacher Jason, the trolling teacher, you're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Jason. Good morning. 
great Sunday. Great Sunday. I mean, just, I mean, are you nervous to talk to Ben Bruss? Like, uh, the, he left Wisconsin as the leading three-point shooter in the history of the University of Wisconsin. Oh, no, I'm not too nervous. Huh? <laughs> he's, he's a great – I watched him a lot of times. I got a lot of, a lot of mad respect for Brian. So Mad uh, respect for no. you, Jason, the teacher. Well, I, I, that's great. I've never won this, but you know what? I know my NBA, and I think I, think I got a chance. Okay, what do you got? Portland. Portland Trailblazers with eight consecutive appearances is number one on the list. Well done. Do you have another for us, Jason? I watched this team. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. They'll be taking on the Grizzles, and they have five consecutive appearances. Well done. They are tied for third with the Bucks. Uh, do you have another? Uh, You're doing great. How about we go with... The process, 76ers. 76ers have been in four consecutive postseason appearances. Good for number five on the list. Only two remain. Uh, Here's where it's going to get sketchy. You're doing great. The Nets. The Brooklyn Nets with three consecutive postseason appearances are correct. Well done. Jason, only one answer remains. And what were the first two that you said? Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Blazers yeah, yeah. and the yeah, Celtics. Yeah. I've never won. Oh, I'm so close. I'm so close. I'm going to go Nuggets. Because Denver Nuggets. Just correct. He's wow. around the table. The I, pregnant pause. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think he cheated? Do you think he Googled? What do you, I, mean, I don't know. I, I cannot Google. I, first of all, I'm 49 <laughs> years old. I, there's no way I can Google and talk on the phone at the same time. <laughs> you and know, Jason, driving, I just want to so. give you crap because I never want to give you credit for anything, Jason. <laughs> well done. Jason runs the table. Uh, congratulations, Jason. Where are you calling from? Sheboygan. Sheboygan gets him a 94.5 ESPN t-shirt. Well done by Jason. Um, poorly done by you. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, but I will stand by. I mean, a reading of the rules would have been great. Well, go online to check the rules at uh, ESPNWisconsinContest.com. <laughs> yeah, right. that's, that's where you can... Uh, I, I, it's, it's going to my favorites in my book. That right is now. where you could read your rules, which is pretty amazing, though, that, that the Bucks now are behind only the Celtics and Blazers for consecutive postseason appearances. Love celebrating, only make it into the Eastern Conference Championship. Who's celebrating? Sounds like you're pretty excited about it. Just saying it's an impress it's impressive. Well you don't think what, what Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum have accomplished is yeah, I mean, incredible. That, that in, was in the Portland. one that I was saying next, because I mean it is incredible, but again, what are they celebrating? Nothing as well. well going to the postseason. No, I mean I they they win game one last night, but I have so much respect for Dame Lillard and what he's accomplished in Portland. Do you not? Uh, yeah, of course I oh, do. Oh, okay. So then why so then he should be celebrated. But it, this is about winning championships when you get to the playoffs. Okay, so Dame Lillard should not be celebrated then, because he's Jeez. never won a championship. You can celebrate an individual effort. You but never it made, mean, won a championship. So you're saying you guys West Regional Champion? Yeah. So <laughs> right. Um, the, the Bucks were Eastern Conference Semifinal Champions. That, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. It actually we were West Regional Champions, so I can live by it. Right. Um, and so you're saying that's just as good as that what they did the next year of making the championship? It's not apples to apples, college, the NBA. Right. I'm saying each 
each thing you do is an accomplishment. You have to celebrate the process and celebrate. But when you, know, you celebrate you eight consecutive without any, when it when it is consistently the same thing over and over, you can't really celebrate. Right. It that I much. mean, the Blazers, if they go out this year to Denver in the first round, they're not going to be excited. Obviously, if the Bucks lost to the Heat, it would be crushing. And what you saw is the Bucks lost last year in the first round, and they revamped their entire roster. Right. This Bucks team looks nothing like last year's Bucks team in terms of the roster. That's why if you're the NFC Championship, maybe you would make a few moves to get over the hump. We'll talk more about it as we continue. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. It's Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com and WisconsinOnDemand.com. But I'm thinking it's time for a change. Get out of your Sunday Karma, ESPN, Wisconsin. It's interesting. I do think Wildy is uh, is very interested to see what Aaron says and, and thinks we'll be able to take a lot from this interview with Kenny Maine coming up on SportsCenter tomorrow night. Kenny Maine's final ever edition at SportsCenter. Favorite all-time SportsCenter anchor, Stuart Scott, Scott Van Pelt. Did you answer? I didn't. I love John Anderson so much. And like, I think being in Wisconsin, the thing that you probably don't fully have the appreciation for is Yankees Red Sox took over like ESPN for a few years. And John Anderson was always there kind of like giving Wisconsin pub and giving like the local teams here some love. And God, Van Pelt is so good. And back in the day, I know he's kind of seen like as a joke in some ways, but Chris Berman, I mean, Chris the, the Berman, energy he brought, son, like him doing NFL NFL Sunday night count, uh, Sunday night, well, prime time, NFL prime time. You know what I, mean, I miss was, actually is Berman in the home run derby. I like I know it's weird to bring up yeah. the home run derby, but yeah. I love the back, 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 back. And I will also say Keith Olbermann before he got all political. When he was with Oberman and Dan Patrick together, were unbelievable on the Sunday Night Sports Center. Can't say that I remember watching Oberman. That was the big show, and that was amazing. 800-990 ESPN. Kenny Maine, is he your all-time favorite? Is he hangs it up? Who is your all-time favorite Sports Center anchor? Uh, as uh, as Kenny Maine and Aaron Rodgers will be talking tomorrow. 800-990 ESPN. You could also text. Your answer on the talk and text line. I have no idea how to check the text line. Do you know how to check it? Of course I do. You know how to check the 800-990 ESPN text line? It's a very simple, put it into your browser, type in the username and password, boom. It's never, all there. Never knew. All right, pull it up. See if we have any texts. Right, who is your all-time? See if Ben can log in first or you can get a text into us. 800-990 ESPN, your favorite sports center anchor. It's a race right now. Ben's saying it's so easy to log in. Are you in? No, I gotta go get okay. the password. Okay, he's not in there. So right, they get, have a chance. Get in your answer right now. Your favorite all-time sports center. I'm hoping this radio delay do like gives Beal, me a second. Larry Beal, like do Steve Levy, do uh, very short letters, do a short, you know, quick. Let's see Ben, ben skills uh, versus you. He's getting nervous. You're choking. I uh, know. I, I got. I got the password now. There it You're is. You're choking. Who is your favorite sports center anchor of all time? 800-990-ESPN. 
800-990-3776. Ben Brust in from Scalzo and Brust. You hear him uh, four to six uh, each and every day, Monday through Friday on these stations. My username is in. My password is copying, pasted, right? Oh, he's struggling. Oh, totally. Beat the, what is this like back in school? Was it beat the calculator? I don't know what that is. You never played that where you had to you had to do the math problem against somebody who had a calculator and no. you tried to beat it? No. That's what I feel like right now, and I feel like I'm the calculator and I'm Were still Were there no losing. girls in your school? <laughs> what do you mean there are no I'm girls? I'm saying, is that where you had to occupy your time? No. Playing beat the calculator? I mean, I was kind of a nerd until I got to, to college. I, I was no a nerd game. even after I got to college. I just played video games. Um, all right. What do we got? <laughs> Any answers? Zero. Uh, I beat all of you, and your question just didn't get a response. Okay. Um, maybe there's a lag. Maybe there's a <laughs> lag in the texting. That's what I'm going with. No, the last uh, the last text message on the 800-990-3776 talk and text line, as we like to call the Scalzo and Brust patented official talk and text line from yes. 4 to 6, was from Whaler54. He said, please send a message back telling him what the song we play at the end of our show on Fridays, because it is a saxophone song with great vibes. So now that I've opened up the text line, I'm going to send him the song. Okay. There you have it uh, from from Ben Brass. So uh, get those into us on the text uh, at 800 990 ESPN, your favorite all time Sports Center anchor in honor of uh, Kenny Maine having his last ever show. Uh, and your argument is so ridiculous that you're making, by the way. You're telling me that the Bucks are just happy to be in the playoffs because in the Deer District, they were celebrating when Chris Middleton, in overtime, wins a game with a shot with a half a second left. So that means that when you beat the Eastern Conference uh, champion, a team who eliminated you in the postseason last year, that you shouldn't be happy when you win that game. Well, you made an argument to me that aren't you impressed the way the Bucks have handled it in the offseason? They bring in Drew nope. Holiday, PJ Tucker. No, no, you, they when, did things I, to make the team better. Right, the you, Heat are worse this year. They should be running over this Heat team if they are a legitimate threat to the NBA championship. Okay. Giannis again exposed, exposed, 10 of 27. He can't hit a shot. He can't hit a free throw in the playoffs. It is the exact same thing we've seen from Giannis in the playoffs. He is the MVP. He is the best player. Until your best player and MVP starts playing like it when it matters most, they will not be NBA champions. Ben, so you weren't a player at a high level like I was. I know you have you have two more uh, NBA Summer League games under your belt than I do. I mean, I've been to more Summer League games Probably. than you. Probably. The saddest moment of my life was when my grandpa was in Vegas and he got a courtside seat to come watch me play and I just waved to him from the bench. Oh, you didn't get in? Didn't get in. Wait, did you not get in, in any of the two games in NBA Summer League or did you actually no, there, step on no, the Court. I you, I have a famous assist to Giannis. You didn't see the pick and roll gif? No. I'll have to I'll have to get that back up in the Scalzo and Brus Twitter feed. But two six two chimes follow in. You on Twitter, so uh, I'm not like Aaron Rodgers. Two six two chimes in. Well, you're not as cool as him. Uh, time chimes in with Stuart Scott. So you got yes. your uh, your Stuart Scott text there. Craig. Okay. So um, first of all, what you would know if you played the game like I did <laughs> is that first of all, game one of an NBA playoff series that starts at one p.m. You know, so players' bodies are used to certain things, and a game playing at a different start time, you're oftentimes going to notice a very different rhythm to that game. Um, game ones are totally a feel-out process. Oh, okay. But the scheme— okay, so it's a feel-out process, first of all, and 
our games played at one in the afternoon, sometimes a little different than games played at seven o'clock at night when you're used to taking your naps, you're used to your, Gosh, your body being These are being NBA freaking professionals. I don't care what time the game starts, if it's 11 or 10 p.m., so you the fact adjust. The, the fact that the Bucks average 120 points a game and scored 22 points in the first quarter um, and the Heat scored 24, you think has nothing to do with the first game, a feeling out, It, a it has everything time. to do with... Regular season versus playoffs. It is completely different every single year. If you mention the regular season to me, how did that work out for the Bucks when they had the best record? They didn't win the NBA championship. All of that. So they were a little bit worse in the regular season. It doesn't matter until you prove what you're able to do. And, and so that is why so winning a game, and that is why winning a game when you have your worst shooting game in the last three years. Is not to be uh, is not to be looked at. If you want to do that, you can make the argument that Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero, all those guys, right. and aren't going to do as bad. Bam, Bam right. played horrible. Bam shot. You know, Bam. Who was knew 15. that Dwayne Dedman or whatever his name in was going to be the MVP? Because every time Giannis drove in the lane and spin moved, there was a wall up waiting for him, like there has been the last three freaking years in the playoffs. You'd think he'd adjust and learn how to play against this scheme. Giannis had 10 18, of 27. He had 18 rebounds. Five assists. I'm not, three he's always steals. done that. His he, assists happen because he lucks into it. He fumbles the ball because they double team him, and he's like, "Oh, I have to pass now." He was plus two on the court, and the game ended up plus two. So Giannis didn't have his greatest game ever, but uh, they won the game. We'll talk more about that and Aaron Rodgers as we roll on. Ben Brust with us. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. Bucks bias. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It's Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. I fell for the devil's daughter. I jumped in, yeah, I drank the water. Down in Tata, can you fix my brain? Because everyone says I'm insane. Sunday Karma, continuing with you. NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio. You'll get it all. You got the play-in. You'll get the playoffs. You'll get the Bucks games on 100.5 ESPN. You'll get the Bucks playoffs on WTMJ. Occasionally you'll get some uh, Brewers games over here on 94.5 ESPN. When the Bucks and Brewers are playing at the same time. It's a great, great time of year. It really is. And on the 800 text line, 800-990-3776, it's the nice. The Scalzo and Brust patented, patented official. official text line. Is, that, it, is it still called that on Sunday mornings? Uh, it is now. Okay. 800-990-3776, the patented official Scalzo and Brust talk and text line. We have Joel from Brookfield chiming in. He said Stuart Scott. We have 414 chiming in who really goes in depth. He goes, Sports Center style has changed so much since we were kids. And I agree with that. It used to just be a lot of highlights. You get boom to the next thing to the next thing. Well, when you were a kid, so how old are you? 30? 29? I turned 30 in October. Okay, so like. When you were like, was Rich Rich, Rich Eisen on Sports Center when you were Probably, a kid? Probably, but didn't make a big enough impact for me. Yeah, but and you don't and so Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann were before your time. Uh, DP, I feel like was a part of uh, my morning sports centers eating cereal. Hmm. Okay. All right. Keep going. Four one four says SVP is the goat because of his comfort, ease, like ability. Kenny Maine is one of a kind. Randy Scott, funny, monitorize Jesus modernizes the old school sports center quips that made the show great. L Duncan. 
fearless and sharp. So a lot of favorites. Randy Scott, who I had no idea who he was until I just Googled him, and now I do know who he is. He's good. He's like on mornings, right? Uh, he is on mornings on the weekend. Alex from, from Sun Prairie says, good to hear Benny on a Sunday. Got to give myself props. I wasn't going to leave that out. Best anchor is SVP. <laughs> He's like, John from Madison says, I love Ben Brust. Yeah, Dale from Sa- Partyville ch- chimes in. Let's make this Sunday karma with Ben Brust moving forward. Sally from Manaqua says, I love Ben. Yes. Yeah, uh, wow, a lot of love uh, for Ben. Max. When Ben is reading uh, the text. like Max is looking at the text line. He's yeah, like, I don't see you any see of all these. these, right? Oh, it's all Ben love on here. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Max, are you nervous producing your, you know, this show with the CEO right here? A little bit, but I mean, I, I'm all right. I'm doing okay, I think. Are you going to forget to remind me to do a Gruber Law Office's live read? I was before afraid the show's to out? mention it because I was hoping that maybe you'd remember, but uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That happens during, during the break because it's just from Milwaukee, not Madison. So I was just wondering if he was going to forget because that's an important part of the show. And so, yeah, there's a lot of stresses when you're, uh, when you're running the show. Uh, what about for you, Ben, coming in? Was this uh, a lot of nerves coming in to do this show? Not at all. I grabbed a coffee, uh, and I'm here. It's not like this is my first. Like, to be honest, Max, Craig is not very intimidating. I um, feel like if we were to play basketball, I could maybe dunk on him and then show him really I, who's boss. I actually just off got the air. Another text line. Uh, Eric from Milwaukee says, "Get Ben Brust off the air." <laughs> um, that came in. Uh, that was from Eric Name um, of the Athletic uh, Bucks reporter. Get, get Eric on the. Can we, Eric, can I, do I have to text him oh, back, or do I assume he's listening? Craig needs a little bit of help, Eric, to defend the Bucks. No, I just no, I don't. And want- Giannis and his continued uh, failures of attacking a wall-up situation in the half court, not being able to create plays for others, spinning into double teams and chest ups. It's the same thing over and over. Again. We'll continue with maybe Eric from Milwaukee. And a Groover Law Office's live read. Lots of good things and to look forward Palermo's to. Palermo's Picks. Palermo's Picks coming up next as well. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. All summer, and you see it around the biggest games, the biggest teams, uh, supporting the organizations that matter most to you. UWM with their new uh, great signing and... Uh, the coach's son, the Badgers, Marquette, the Brewers, the Bucks, the Mac Fund, Susan G. Komen, even Summerfest. And then it's your local community events. Gruber Law Offices wants to be out there supporting you because they're a part of this community. They're nationally renowned. They're nationally recognized, but they are local, just based here in Wisconsin and just here to support you. You never pay a penny unless you win. That's the beauty of how it works. They'll come to you. You can do it uh, remotely. You can sign up, however. No one ever wants to be injured. No one ever wants to be get, get into a situation. But if you are, it's great to know that it's one call, that's all. With Gruber Law Offices. Calm. It's that time. Yes, it's finally here. Craig makes his picks of the week. You can bet the house on it. Picks of the week on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Presented by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Can't wait to see what happens next. On ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. And... 
Palermo's Picks brought to you by Palermo's, who are teaming up with the Bucks for some special exclusive offers. It's Bango's Jersey Collection, specially marked Palermo's Neighborhood Pizzas. Purchase one, you'll receive a limited edition Bango collectible figurine. Bango Sporting, one of five past or present Bucks jerseys. Collect them all. Supplies are limited. Go to your local Wisconsin grocery store today. We love, love, love our Palermo's Pizza. They are Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Eric Name from The Athletic joins us for our uh, Palermo's Picks. Uh, thanks for uh, joining, Eric. I mean, Ben's pretty torturous to hang out with. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. You know, I played basketball with Russ last weekend, and it was a struggle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were killing it together. That's just false advertising. Eric Name, you got to love playing. Eric Name has such a great game. Like, he's such a nice player to play with. Right? What I was telling him was, like, he just understands positioning and yep. angles. Like, yep. just got a good feel for the game. It was he's, fun. He's like a Nikola Jokic. I don't know why was... I'm giving him compliments after he came at me on the start of this. <laughs> he's like a Nikola Jokic, uh, but he's not as easily defensed as the Blazers did last night. You know, just letting him score 40 Or 6'10 and, and yeah. triple-double yeah. guy. Yeah, but... totally, totally. Uh, by the way, uh, pick for today, uh, how about the uh, PGA Championship uh, going on? Phil Mickelson, fun to see a guy who qualifies for the Champions Tour in the lead. So uh, that's the pick. Check out uh, check out the PGA Championship That's going to sputter. Right. Brooks Koepka is going to win. All right, so on to uh, the Bucks. So, Eric, um, is what Ben is saying fair that basically Giannis is still the same player, this is the same old Bucks, and so they will lose once again to the Eastern Conference champion uh, Miami That's not Heat. what I said about the Heat. Okay. <laughs> Eric, um, can I ask the um, question, is Giannis sure. ever going to be able to figure out how to make plays in the playoffs with teams defending him, specifically keeping him out of the restricted area? You know, I thought it was interesting yesterday. I, I thought... Throughout this year, he's really worked on all of that, like, all right, patience, maturity, a lot of trust in my teammates. And it honestly, I thought kind of all sputtered yesterday where he decided to try to do it all himself again, where, you know, throughout this entire season, they've emphasized the dunker spot. They've emphasized better spacing, given him, you know, an ability not to go up against the wall. And if you are going to build the wall, there's going to be open shooters. And I just thought he didn't really trust his teammates in the same way that he had trusted them throughout the postseason. And, you know, some of that might just be, you know, I want to have my imprint on the game through scoring. I want to try to get to my spots and, and do the things that I can do. I just didn't think it was his best, you know, the best version of him as a playmaker. And so some of those things that you're saying, like, hey, is he going to be able to figure it out? He got to some shots that he likes, uh, some of the mid-rangers, some of the fadeaways. Uh, he likes those shots, but I just didn't think his playmaking was as crisp as, as we've seen it in the past. And, you know, sometimes that does happen with him on a layoff, but it's really going to need to improve uh, as the series goes on. Giannis should never shoot a three-pointer in the rest of this series. Agree or disagree? Mm, disagree. Uh, yeah, it, it, I just think you need rhythm as a basketball player, and – if that's what he needs to, to get his rhythm, three threes a game, like he's going to have to go for it. Like, Can he, you get has, rhythm shooting three threes and missing all three? I feel like it's a rhythm killer. No, I, for him, I just think that makes him feel like he has multiple options that, you know, the defense might actually come out and cover him, even though they won't, right? Like they're not going to come out there. But if he can kind of get that, hit one of the three, and then all of a sudden he's feeling like he's in the flow of the game. It's, it's always been a shot that he's tried to – 
to use as not even necessarily a counter, but just like, all right, this is this is what the flow of the game calls for. This is what I need to try to get myself going. There are a lot of possessions. As we're talking with Eric Name from the Athletic, he covers the Bucks. There are a lot of possessions in NBA games, but we saw last or yesterday during the day, the day game that Craig Carmazan's making excuses for the Bucks having an early tip and not scoring as much. You saw that, like they just. Eric, I, I struggle with trying to give Giannis a lot of like credit when he continues to go to that mid-range shot, and you can say he's worked on okay, patience. All right, all right, okay. Yeah, you you could show on that. Let's get to the ten-second violation call, Eric, because I mean I know you haven't been in the arena as much as uh, years past, but you know that every bench is constantly yelling about Giannis taking ten seconds. And it's yelled at every single game. Every single veteran point guard does it. Kyle Lowry and others have been warned this year for even, you know, counting out loud in a, in a distracting way. What do you think of the referee's decision to make the call in the moment they made it, um, you know, when the call had not been made the entire year? You know, my first question to Giannis after the game was if he had received a warning. Because... Because to me, like if you're going to call it in that situation, that's a situation where you've needed to warn him, like, hey, if you take that long again, we're going to call it. And it, and it wasn't clear to me that any of the officials had said, hey, you have to speed it up. You can't do that anymore. Like, we're going to call a 10-second violation on you. Because if you haven't called it for all of these, and, uh, you know, this morning I went through my rewatch. I timed his first three free throws, uh, 11.8 seconds, 11.63 seconds, and 11.1 seconds. Those were his first three free throws. He got three free throws in the first quarter, didn't take a free throw again until the fourth quarter. So unless you give him a warning on one of those first ones, I don't know what you expect he's going to think because Kyle Malone took 13 seconds of the line the entirety of his career. Every free throw, everyone in the league knew it, but the league also just said, hey, it's Kyle Malone, he's one of our best players. We're cool with it, so shut up. Like, stop doing it, stop counting if you do it, like, you're going to get a technical. We're not going to put up with it. We're just not going to call it. And if you're Giannis and you've gotten one of these, I think, if I remember correctly, there was one in the 14-15 season, I think my first season covering the team here in Milwaukee, um, because the league gave Giannis a warning to speed up his, his free throw. Yeah, I think routine. in 2016 he got a 10-second call once, I remember. Right. So, like, it's it's one of those first couple of years. I know Jason said, because I asked Jason said, and Jason was like, yeah, you got a warning. And we told him to speed it up, and that was that. For me, like, if, if that warning never happened, you cannot call it with 106 left or, or whatever it was in, in regulation. Like, you just can't call it there. You can tell him, like, hey, we're going to call it next game. Like, we're, you have to speed it up, but in that situation, to let him shoot, I think it was 12 free throws at that point, I, I timed the rest of them as the game went on. Like, he was going over 10 seconds again. So, if you're going to call that, well, then every time someone steps in the free throw lane, it gets called. Because that happens, what, 20 times a game? And it doesn't get called? Like, when, when are we going to be a stickler for the rules and not be a stickler for the rules? And, and I'll say, like, I hate this, right? Because this makes me sound like I'm a, I'm a homer for Giannis or whatever it may be. But, like, there just has to be a level of consistency because if you've done something the entire game and it doesn't get called, as an official, you can't call it in that moment, especially something, you know, as as small as that. Well, Ben, uh, but Eric, you're saying the whole game. He shot 581 free throws this season and it didn't get called on him once. Like, how, like in the playoffs, is it a different sport? <laughs> 
no, I don't, again, like there, there's a level of consistency here that, you know, I, I just don't understand how you call it in that moment. And, and by the way, if the league had said, hey, uh, Giannis, coming into this season, we're going to enforce this rule. We Pace of play is important to us. So, right. you know, if they let the Bucks know, hey, we looked back and your free throws every time you take 11 or 12 seconds, then you plan for it this, for the season. And, and Ben thinks this is ridiculous. Ben thinks it was a good call. Well, ultimately, if you are warned, you now know. And, and if it was clear to him that he is warned, you must play with, like, he's a human being. I know he's been doing it the entire season a certain way, but if you have it, if you are talked to by an official, you you now know what's being enforced. The same way if they come up to you and say, hey, you're getting a little handsy on defense, we're well, going to call the hand check, he's going to adjust and not put his hands in there the same way that if he gets warned about a free throw, you have to live within the 10 seconds if you're warned. You have to adjust. He's a human being, yeah. not a robot. But, I mean, this isn't college, and it's the same referees that you're dealing with You know, every so it's, game. It's the same in college as well. No, but I'm saying the same referees. So the same referees ignore it the whole season and then just arbitrarily decide to do it in a tie game with one minute left? If you were warned, it is on you. Like, you have to take accountability for that if you were warned as a player. Uh, it's just it's, it's a, a blessing the, in disguise because they won the game, yeah. and now he can adjust and not go over 10 seconds. Right, but I'm saying why not give him the offseason to adjust? He's been doing the same thing for six years, right? Well, he like didn't shoot well yesterday, so it might help him to go under 10 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> as we chat with, chat with Eric name. Uh, so, so Eric, uh, what, what do you think happens in this series? I mean, it's, it's a pretty interesting run, right, when you have – you know, theoretically, you got Eastern Conference champions into most talented team in the NBA into potentially the number one seed. I mean, you don't get a tougher run coming off a disappointing postseason uh, that the Bucks have laid out in front of them right now. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the probability is of making any finals run is always low, but with this kind of three teams in a row just to get to the NBA finals, I think that, you know, the probability of the Bucks actually pulling off uh, championship this year is incredibly low. But with that being said, like in every matchup, you know, I think they believe that they're a better team than the Heat. You know, Drew Holiday said as much the other day, like, hey, we have more talent. We just have to play the right way and we're going to take care of business. Like, that's the truth with Miami. They're going to get tested from like a schematic standpoint, a tactic standpoint, because they're exposed to the best coach in the league. But like, they're going to be fine. Like, they have the talent to get through this, so they should win that series. Then you go to that net series. There's not a lot of teams that I think can feel confident about the way that they can defend the Nets. And this isn't to say you're going to stop them, right? Harden and Durant are two of the five best scorers I've ever seen. And obviously I've been on this earth for like 30 years. So I didn't get to see like Wills or anything like that, but of what I've seen, they're incredible. So they're going to be really, really tough to stop. But you know, you have a guy like Drew Holiday that you can throw on Harden. You have Middleton that you can throw on Durant. You have Brooke as a helper. Uh, you have Giannis that can help out as well. You, you can put Dante and Kyrie. Like you can do some things defensively there. That I think the Bucks feel like they can score enough. And, and obviously, yesterday was a rock fight for both those teams after that five-day layoff. But I think they feel confident that they can score enough to beat the Nets. And then they don't fear the Sixers in any way. They haven't feared the Sixers in the last three years under Mike Budenholzer. Every time they play the Sixers, they think they're going to beat them. So it, it's there for them. Uh, they they feel confident, but it's there's, there's no lying about how tough the path is for this Bucks team. Eric, as you talked about how the Bucks were going to guard the Nets, did you feel confident that they will be able to stop them? No, I don't think you stop them. 
Like I just think you can make them work. But the Nets aren't and, that great defensively, no, right? So it's and that it could, and the and the Bucks have play a fast paced game and can score with them. It ultimately will be who can get stops, but. It, at the end of the day as well, it's who can make shots right. late and as we Nets saw are, like yesterday. And the Nets are incredible. So, like, the idea that, you know, but I do, with like Eric said, I think you can match up with these teams. And ultimately, this is going to be a great postseason. But I think Ben jumping all over Giannis and all <laughs> over the Bucks after one game is a no, little I mean, crazy. I think Eric agreed that he was... He did not play into the way that he right, wants to. Right, but that doesn't to. mean he hasn't advanced as a player or everything. Just he had one well, game where he didn't. the same thing, though. You have to show change before you are going to show me that you have advanced as a player. Yep. And we, we yeah, was... he, he, didn't, he didn't impress me yesterday. But I, I think he's going to start to feel better rhythm as the series goes on. But, yeah, he did not impress me yesterday. Yeah, uh, by the way, uh, Eric, the, I mean, Jimmy Butler was, you know, Really struggled, right? I mean, what what do you what do we think? I mean, that's not going to happen again, right? At that level. I mean, I think both teams are going to chalk off like five things that hey, this isn't going to happen again. This isn't going to happen again. We're going to score better. Like both sides are going to tell you that there's a bunch of outlier shooting, and honestly, I think they're probably correct. Like that that first half was awful. Like that was one of the ugliest halves of basketball I've seen in. I don't know, a long time. And Brent, I watched Brent a Forbes lot of Brent Forbes hadn't Bucks missed basketball. a shot in four months until the first half. <laughs> I mean, there were things Look, happening we haven't seen in a long time. I mean, Duncan Robinson was looking around at everyone else and just being like, what's wrong with you guys? Have <laughs> you never played before? He like, thought it was just open gym out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so Eric and Ben. Okay, uh, so Ben, you're saying it's uh, Heat and Six. I have not said. Okay. I said the Bucks are going to beat the Heat. Okay, but and how many? T- and how many? I think they could do it in six. Okay, uh, Eric, what do you got? Uh, I picked the Bucks in seven officially at the Athletic. I think they might do it in five now. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be tough. I, think, I, I, I actually think it's going to be the ultimate grind of a series and be Bucks in five. Um, <laughs> Can it be a grind of a series yes. and win in five? Yeah, I mean, just because I mean, I mean, yesterday it's was It's so a, hard to grind every game and come out on the other right, side. That's it, what I'm saying. But I think if you, because they got yesterday, if you get, if you get the second game, which uh, I think they get. Then all of a sudden you split on the road in grinding games, and then all of a sudden you come back 3-1. And so I, I think it'll be a, the ultimate grind, but it, it will be five. So Eric, name The Athletic. Thanks so much for jumping in with us. Sure thing. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to help you get through this torture with rust. Yeah, I, that is uh, absolutely the case, but I think we've made it through. Uh, Max and uh, all, we have made it through. I had a great time. I didn't make it through anything. I, that, that was just rolling. <laughs> That's Although a- I did have hangover brain in one question to Eric. I was going to say, with as many possessions as there are and as tight as this grind is, missing three threes from Giannis is wasting possessions. You can't do that. Well, they averaged one point of possession, so I think his point was that if he made one of the three, then it's not that big a deal, and he made 30% of his threes throughout the year, so that's, that's generally not what he three. makes. How many is that? Zero out of three? It's three out of ten. Right, but how many out of three Below the it? average. How many of that out of three is it? We could do this all day. Stay healthy, stay together, survive today, thrive tomorrow. Don't settle. You've been listening to Sunday Karma. Enjoy your PGA Championship, uh, Bucks Brewers uh, weekend. And send us out. What do you say? Let's see how good of a listener you are. You say you listen to the 11 o'clock hour all the time? No, I'm a 10 to 11 guy. I know you are. As Harper would say, as Kyle would say, peace. Stop, stop the joke